Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is entitled A Time for Harvest, A Time to Harvest. It was written by Brian Sammons, Charles P. Zaglanis, Glenn Owen Barras, and Mike Mason, and it's available on the Chaosium website. Jeff Wilkins is our game master, and this is, is Chapter 4, Episode 2. So without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Jeff? Thanks, Tom. Quick, uh, oh, yeah, first, uh, I'll apologize just in case the geese return. I got some geese in the backyard. Um, yeah, so quick recap. We basically uh, started off the new chapter. Uh, you guys went, you left Detroit from Abelard's uh, home office, and you arrived in Vermont. So you're now currently in Cobb's Corner. You're back at the house that you stayed in originally, although the house has been almost rebuilt. I mean... Uh, there's been quite a few um, additions um, and fortifications built in now. Um, the backyard looks a little bit like a war zone. There's some hidden pits. There's traps all about. There's warning trip wires. You know, uh, you, you guys are pretty much well hunkered down in this in this house of yours. Um, we sort of left it off with, I think somebody in the comments said something about a bit of an anticlimactic ending, um, where you basically were just, uh, it's a Sunday afternoon, Sunday morning, the Dr. Matheson stayed back at the house, she had some samples that she was going to run tests on during the day, uh, it seems as though something, probably Amigo, was trapped in one of the bear traps overnight. So she's going to be running tests on that. Um, Larry, the mechanic, has also agreed to stay back at the house. He's going to check out the truck. He said it sounded a little bit funny uh, on the way here. Um, and then we had uh, Sam Morrison, the head of security, and I believe the rest of the, th the four of you joined him as uh, you basically are now wandering off into the woods on a search mission, I guess you, you would say. Um, we made it to the clearing, right? Before. Yeah, I think that's where we ended, where you and found to it nothing. Out. Yep, it was pretty yeah. much just the rock, yep. So, um... Well, should we try the cabin? See if we can find the cabin. Okay, sure. See also if there's can we like can we keep our eyes how long has it been since we were here just a couple of weeks right yeah i mean again we can play with the timing exactly but it's been roughly about two weeks give or take so we can assume that there might be some evidence left it's not like it's been a year right so, yep. yeah so can i just say that i'm constantly looking out to see if i can find any evidence on the ground stains of blood something that might look like residue or footprints. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so the cabin, I don't have it on a map or anything, but it's, it's not that far. I think if memory serves, it was only about a mile or so into the woods. Uh, so it was pretty much just basically a, a rundown hunting cabin. Um, yeah, you, you get there, it pretty much looks how you left it. Um, Check down into the basement. You want to head down? 
Yeah, carefully. Yeah, I'm headed down behind Tug then. Um, it's kind of dark, if you remember. There were no, this was basically like a small cellar, root cellar almost. Right. Uh, so there's no windows or anything. It's dark and, you know, out of the direct sunlight, it's a little bit cooler down here. Um, this is where... Do we need flashlights to see? Yeah. Probably. probably um, I'll, I'll just say one of you brought one. That's fine. I'm not worried about that. Um, this is where Jerry found his infamous jar of peaches. Right. And we um, killed two demon things, whatever they were. Yes. Yep. One, under the, one under the ladder. Yep. Yep. Any evidence? So there's the physical evidence that you would expect. So I believe Danny was like shooting through the steps. So there's probably, you know, broken where the bullets might have ricocheted or shattered the wooden steps. So there's some physical evidence there. But beyond that, um, it looks like someone has gone down there and sort of like, I want to say trash the place, but I mean, there wasn't a whole lot in there to begin with. So it's not like, but it looks like there's some graffiti that's been painted on the wall. uh, Some upside down stars with the circle around it. Uh, Are the chains still hanging or were they, did somebody swipe those? She was hanging, right? Like this. She was hanging. I'm trying to think if it was chains or a rope. I don't think it was anything. I thought it was, a, it was a rope. I think it was a rope because I think I remember you Maybe. guys had to cut her down. Yeah. Maybe it was. Um, and there's no rope remaining. Right. There's no no rope. Uh, no blood stains. Um, it's a dirt floor. On the walls, even, if not the floor. Or the stairs? Hmm, that's a good question. Well, let's I'll, just say this, that if the, the spot, I'd probably remember the spot that I fought the thing. I'm going to get a dirt sample from there. Even if it doesn't show up, maybe it'll show up under a microscope, something weird. I'm going to say that you, you're kind of looking for this physical, like like you said, like the blood stains, uh, but nothing's really jumping at you. What and about? We're, we're with some of the guys, right? So I was some of the, uh, the scientists. Uh, right now, it's just four of you plus Sam. Plus Sam. Well, I'm telling him, I'm saying this is where something really weird happened, you know. And he's asking you details. So well, we found we found the girl here. Right. Okay. She was yep. tied up. And we, we kind of tell him the story. And I was like, it was dark. We're not really sure what it was. But there was definitely two things down here mm-hmm. that were in the process of torturing that girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They look like satyrs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mythological creatures. Uh, I look closely at the graffiti. You said there were inverted pentagrams and stars. Are there any other uh, more interesting occult symbols that might be recognizable to me? 
not so much symbols. There's a big giant, somebody wrote on one of the, the walls, uh, the devil's house. Yeah. Uh, in graffiti style or, or like what's it written in? Yeah, just a uh, haphazard like white paint. Oh, okay. It's all, all the stuff is in white, all the symbols? Uh, mm -hmm. Or are there any other symbols other than the pentagrams at all? No, just that one, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, probably, yeah, probably the young kids or the young people. What kind of young people in a town this size, uh, this far out of the way, would even know to paint that symbol in association with the devil? Well, we don't know. well they're kids. Yeah. Kid, kids who read um, pulp magazine. Yeah. You know what they're like. Trash. Uh, well, the children at the school draw pictures of creatures and people falling down dead. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. That kind of time. Yeah. Well, that reminds me. Maybe we should be a uh, Maybe we should be getting onto the school and finding out more about uh, the kinds of uh, reading materials that uh, our school teacher recommends. Well, we've got lots of time, so I suppose we can keep looking around here. I don't know if Sam wants to go farther. Um, so I'm going to actually put that to you guys for what you want to do. All right. So. Yeah. Time's not really an issue. We could say, you know, if you want to spend the whole day just searching, that's fine. And we don't really know what's beyond this. This is as far as we went in the woods. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to search to the place more thoroughly. You said it was trashed. So that would imply that something might be hidden in or under the trashedness, like more magic peaches. Uh, although I think I've probably uh, reined in my need for uh, security uh, folk like that. But, you know, maybe there will be something else interesting or maybe the people who painted this, even if they are kids, left something weird down here. Some weird little, I don't know. I think uh, it's a little beyond pulp magazines to be putting pentagrams on walls in 1930. So I'm looking for weird Do a, uh, evidence of something that happened down here. Do a spot uh, hidden. Absolutely not. A 93 isn't a fumble, but okay. it's a lot of trash, apparently. Maybe I, uh, the one maybe thing I can't I'll... quite keep the peaches out of my mind, and I'm like, it's got to be something interesting, but I can't see what's actually <laughs> there, if anything. The one thing maybe that brings horror to your eyes is that whatever other jars of peaches or preserves were still there, they've all been smashed on the ground. What a waste. <laughs> Those they weren't were so lucky. Ah, oh, you beat me. Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, you know, because we're not in a desperate rush, I think it'd be good to really take a walk around the woods. I think that's my suggestion. You know, why don't we carry on taking a walk around the woods and maybe see, like, Tug suggesting, you know, what's beyond the woods? Is there some hills? Is there, what's the kind of scenic lie of the land where these creatures could maybe hide out, you know? Plus, plus, we're looking for any kind of evidence of Miko. Yeah. You're right, Danny, anywhere but down here, you have to get out of this disgusting mess. It's nothing but vandalism and superstition down here. I imagine it smells. Mm -hmm. Very, very earthy. You know, it's got the earth floor. Yeah, I just 
immediately leave. <laughs> if they maybe look out for Mego droppings. I don't know if they do that. <laughs> They're chunks of solid gold. Who knows? <laughs> Come on, Tug. All right, let's go. I want to get out of this place and just burn it to the ground. Yeah, Danny didn't really want to be in there again. So. Who's, whose cabin is this? I wonder if it's owned by somebody. I mean, cabins aren't, aren't just magically out in the woods. Somebody owns this cabin. We should see if we can find out. Probably the the town hall might have records of real estate that people own, and this is definitely a piece of real estate. So we should find out what might have been here before, if anything. Well, it might not have been anything here before. It might just be a cabin that somebody built to spend some time in. But I guess someone would have claimed the land, though. Yeah, it might be claimed that they've just never come out here since then. The cabin looks older than like built yesterday, so you know. Yeah, does it look like it was built in the last ten or fifteen years, or that it's been here for fifty years, maybe out in the woods from built from some? Yeah, probably older, like the fifty or more. Yeah, yeah. So it's an old cabin. Yeah, I suppose it's been here at least as long as whenever we were dreaming about a root cellar full of things in jars. I suppose it could also be possible that it was built by a trapper or something at one point, and even the people who own the land now don't even know it's here, but we'll see. Well, now I suppose they use it to hang different kinds of game. Well, they don't. We kill those demons. Well, I was referring to whatever towns people are in league with venerating them. Ah, your conspiracy theories. <laughs> Danny, well, we'll see when we get to the schoolhouse, but um, I'm with Danny. Let's spend as much time away from... Let's spend Danny, as much time as we need away from the town. Danny, did you have... You said it briefly, I think, but I'm just curious. Did you have any misgivings to going down there? Yeah, I don't think uh, I even went down there. Oh, okay. Uh, I probably stood at the top where the guys wandered about and, you know, the top mm -hmm. of the stair on guard yeah yeah gotcha yeah oh. now that i'm probably remembering the thing that i don't normally like to remember at this point so mm. i'm like exceedingly wary and basically just ready to shoot things i mean this mm. is the mode <laughs> so okay. well um so after a while you know you, you you do a thorough search there's nothing else really turning up so now you're you're faced with basically the decision of um would you like to spend the rest of the day uh, with Sam, just basically getting a lay of the land, looking for whatever, you know, it's almost like I was trying to think of it today. It's almost like you're out hunting deer, right? You, you don't necessarily have a bait trap out. So it's almost like you're really just kind of just wandering the woods, hoping to see something. Mm. Um, unless there's something a little bit more specific you want to tell me, I think we can probably just fast forward through that. Okay. I don't think there's much chance of seeing anything during the daytime. There's only one thing out here I really want to see, but I don't necessarily have to do that right now. The 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 the, the mole people. But <laughs> could I don't want anybody to hurt nobody. No no mole people. Could everybody do a power roll for me? 
Pass. Fail for Tug. Pass. Pass. Extreme pass. Extreme. Uh, Tug, did you fail it by a lot or just a little bit? I got 85 and my pow is 50. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. You might come back to that. Um, 35. I failed by 35 points. Okay. Um, I think, so the, the woods are rather heavy in this area. Uh, Tug, it's sort of your imagination's a little bit running away from you. So you're really wanting to find a mo another mole man and every little flit of a bird or a squirrel or a little twig snap, you kind of just like, what's that? Is that one? Of so, but after like most of the day, it's just kind of disappointment, you know, it's like maybe you saw something out of the corner of your eye, but you don't have anything concrete. Um, okay. So, so I would like to then, so what we'll say, I mean, this wasn't necessarily totally wasted because you are getting a layout of the land. Um, so if for, whatever, for whatever reason you had to come out here again, you would know the area a little bit better. Um, so what, what I'll do is, do you guys want to push forward to the next day? Like, did you want to spend the full day out there? Or was this like, let's just give it till lunchtime, come back, and then we'll go do something else? Yeah, I mean, I, I would be happy with that. I okay. like... I, yeah, well, I, I also know hiking around in the woods like that is exhausting after a while. Mm -hmm. We might come back even afternoon and just want to eat. Yeah, we could chill and just do the next day. I think the, the only other thing I want to mention is that what Danny's trying to work out is where do these creatures hide, you know? So because of the way they are, they could, because there's this kind of fungusy thing going on, they could maybe live in the forest. But I'm thinking if they fly, maybe not. I remember the last time we were here, um, was it myself and Tug climbed up the mountain? We had a kind of competition where we climbed a hill. Mm. Um, so maybe they would live somewhere like that. So I think throughout the whole day, I throw out the whole day, um, and I don't know if there's anything to roll like geology or whatever, or if it's just an idea to kind of keep there, mm -hmm. uh, Jeff, that Danny's trying to work out where could they actually stay, you know? Yeah. If, there, if this is the area of activity. You know, are they underground? Do they live in burrows? Are they on the hills? You know, that kind of thing. Are they in the trees because they fly, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think the whole time, Danny's, that, that's what's going through my mind as I'm traveling about. That's, that's good thinking. The one thing I will say, and again, I, I know we're all sort of playing with our memories here as far as trying to remember back to episode one. Mm -hmm. Um. I'll just say this, whether or not you remember it or not, it, I, mean, I mean, I'm sure Danny probably remembers it. Um, it. It kind of was like a lot of the stories that you were hearing from the townsfolk that you sort of wrote off as, you know, folklore or superstitious. And um, It's kind of like registering now that similar to, to what you're saying, you remember that there, there was a lot of vague, like we heard noises out in the woods or we saw mm -hmm. weird lights or it was always like, you know, 
they're out there, right? So, it, which is typical of folklore. Mm -hmm. It's out there. Mm -hmm. And I do remember that the guy saw something float down the river, which would suggest it come up from upstream. Um, so yeah, that's just that's just along yeah. along the same lines. Can I say that? Can I ask? Is the topography like? Uh, here's the town, and then here's our cabin or our, our house, and then here are the woods, and then here are the hills, and then there are the mountains. That's so pretty much how I'm thinking. sloping up towards the mountains. Yep. So yeah, they're they they could you could hide an army out there. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. And the way I'm picturing it in my mind, it's not like one mountain like no, you know, Fuji. It's, it's like you know, it's a range. range. Yeah. So there's all these little fiddledy bits going into the mountains, arroyos and valleys. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, maybe maybe Tug, you comment about that as I'm maybe talking to you about you know. So ultimately, they could come in from any direction. You right. know, be, yeah. Hmm. Okay. But now okay. the other thing to bear in mind too, Danny is uh -huh. if these are an intelligent species, which we obviously they can talk, if they don't want to be seen, they can probably hide pretty well. They can probably yeah. see us coming from a long way off and purposefully hide themselves. Especially considering that they can apparently open doors to other worlds. Like Sasquatch. Well, I don't know if Sasquatch can open doors, but you know, there are Sasquatch right out there right now. They just, we can't see them because they, they see us and they hide. I'm inclined to think you're right, Tug. Who knows what uh, dwells uh, in between the worlds and in... Or the mole men. Nooks and various uh, nooks and crannies of our dimension. They're watching us right now. I mean you no harm, mole men. <laughs> I'll bring you some chicken. <laughs> and socks, right? And socks. I haven't made the sock connection yet. Why they want socks, but maybe they need clothes. All right, so I think um, <clears throat> so we'll come back. You got you like you said, you worked up an appetite for lunch. Uh, nothing fancy, but it tastes good because you were hungry. So do you, do you guys want to do something else that afternoon, or there was talk about maybe going in and talking to some people in town, or why don't we go into town? Well, we could actually hit the school right when school's about to get out. And that way we'll have a few minutes we can talk to the teacher without bothering the kids. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. All right, perfect. Because she'll need an hour to clean up her room and stuff or whatever she does. And all the, uh, all the blood from the uh, sacrificial rats. And the vomit. From the children oh getting sick from it. Oh boy. I just happened to think. Do I need to bring up a map of the town or do you guys do you still nah. back to the Okay. It's not that big of a town, so we kinda know where everything is. Okay. Alright, so um oh uh at some point during lunch, uh Larry mentions to the to you guys all to everybody um that while you guys are out in the woods um the sheriff stopped by 
Yeah. Yeah. He, um, sorry, I'm getting sidetracked with buttons. Um, Sheriff Spencer. Yeah. Yep. Um, he, he didn't, he didn't give me a hard time. He was just poking around as the impression I got. Uh, kind of gave me the, the warning, you know, be careful out here and I don't want any trouble and all that. Um, he asked you guys, did you have any, you know, any, did you have any impressions of him at all or advice or? Don't trust him. Well, he seemed don't like a, the sheriff seemed like a typical serious sheriff. No humor at all. His deputy seemed a little bit nicer, but then his deputy turned on us like a like a red coat. <laughs> it's a shame he didn't stand in one of the bear traps coming up here. I, th I think the I think they usually in interpret the turn as the uh, other way around, Tug. But I take your meaning. This, uh, yeah, the, the, these uh, these local lawmen there. Well, they must know what's going on here, and I think that uh, might account for the deputy's uh, change of behavior, and uh, surely know that they wouldn't uh, have ascribed our reports to drunkenness. So, I think that the less they're told, the better. Uh, by yeah. the way, speaking of information, did you uh, find anything in that uh, green substance, Doctor? Um, nothing really. I mean, it's all super interesting. I mean, this is to, to think about what we're studying here is amazing, but it's, she, she doesn't really have anything to report back to you at this point. Okay. Um, Did Lana get the car fixed, the van? You get the sense that Larry has now taken the carburetor out of the, the truck and there's almost a sense of maybe he's just trying to feel important. Like there might not have been anything wrong with it at all, but he's like, he didn't feel like walking around in the woods. So it's like, well, if I stay here and clean the carburetor, no one will bother me. So, um, he's going to ask, I'm, I'm curious to pursue that a little bit. So Larry's going to turn to either Tug or Jerry or both of you, whatever, um, and say what, 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 can you elaborate? What did you mean by the, they turned on you? What did you mean by that? Well, when we first got here, see, I, if I was going to say trust, I would trust the, the sheriff more than the deputy, and only because the sheriff's predictable. Sheriff, hmm. The sheriff is in charge of taking care of the town. Uh, he's a, a hard-nosed fellow. His, was it his daughter or his sister that died? Um, He's got he's he's got reason to be concerned for any funny business going on in his town, and he's he's no nonsense. But the other guy, the deputy, he came here. Uh, he downplayed the sheriff. He acted very friendly towards us, so that we would trust him. And then the second the shit hit the fan, he like he like completely betrayed us, and and was completely on on the sheriff's uh, you know on the on the uninformed side. So I don't trust him at all. Yeah. Either that means that uh, one of both of them might have brains good at uh, making a decent impression of being a sheriff or 
definitely uh, wanted to make a good uh, convincing impression of uh, being unsympathetic in front of the sheriff or whoever passes for being the sheriff. I, I don't think anything is suspicious about either of their behaviors. I just think that the one guy is a dick and the other guy is just the sheriff. How did he betray him? Well, because he acted so friendly and on our side right up until he wanted, you know, right up until the sheriff was there and then he completely turned coat and he was completely, you know, we were just no good kids. Uh, I, th I think the part we uh, might have inadvertently left out, Larry, that would uh, clarify matters is that when we reported uh, being assaulted in this house by, well, whatever they are, yeah. and, uh, this one looked uh, rather rather crab-like, but also perhaps could fly, uh, and uh, gave a reasonable account of terrifying circumstances, the uh, sheriff and indeed the otherwise friendly deputy, uh, put it down to uh, alcoholic inebriation. Now, I have trouble believing that even in a town this small that uh, the sheriff and the deputy wouldn't know the difference between alcoholic inebriation and the kind of demented hallucinations that could uh, hardly be caused by more extreme agents. I remember something else, too. The deputy showed up. The deputy was the one who kind of rescued us, wasn't he? Yes, so he must have known so something was going on. He knew something was going on, and yet he he just threw us under the bus, as they say. Either that or it yeah. doesn't take them either that or it doesn't take them long to replace a brain or a mind or both. Well, yeah, once again, I don't see that happening, but it could have happened. I mean, yes, it could have happened, but even if it didn't, I don't trust him. Well, how long did it take them to replace our former colleagues? Not very long. I don't know what you're talking about. But... That night? That's when the switch happened, wasn't it? I don't I still don't Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, I don't really know either. That's, that's, that's the only answer I really have for your questions. Mm -hmm. Okay. He seems like he's not trustworthy. You, you, he tries to be friendly, and then he fucks with you. So, mm -hmm. so basically, Larry, don't trust anyone except us, and, uh, <laughs> well, you'll be as fine as we are. Yeah. But the sheriff acts now exactly the same way he acted then. He hasn't changed at all. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like not. That's a good point. All right. So heading off into town, do you want to bring anybody with you or are you guys on your own or? The psychologist. Okay, sure. Oh, he'll go along. I forgot about him actually. That's, uh, Dr. David, some drink. 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 Sure. Yeah, he's uh, willing to do that. Yeah, we think there's something up with the school. So on the ride in, he'll just, you don't have to recap the whole story, but he, he'll just ask you, you know, what, 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 what's your thinking? The drawings uh, that the children made were peculiar and uh, suggested uh, perhaps some kind of uh, ritual, local superstitions, witch cults, uh, ritualistic behavior. Mm. I mentioned the fact that kids go missing as well. Mm. Okay. Something coming out of the sky and people dying. They even used red ink. 
it was it was a pretty unwholesome image for a for a child to paint. What was the image? It was kind well, of a cloud with wasn't that it? A cloud that was, it was like a cloud with one that had kind of the sort of uh, tendrils of darkness shooting down and people laying on the ground with blood all over the place. Mm. Hey, you know, I don't remember clearly, but were there there winged things in that? Were those the Mako? Maybe uh, they were difficult to make out. Uh, about as difficult as that newspaper photo, come to think of it. Yeah, there was something. A creature. Creatures. I wish we had taken that picture. If we'd have taken the picture, then the teacher might have noticed. So we didn't take the picture. Do any of you remember? How did you come across this picture? Oh, we. It was, we, it was on her desk. I found it. Did she? I'll say this is Dr. Drake asking you this. Did she give it to you, or did you just see no. it? I just saw it. It was on her desk. Mm. It was also a poem. Catches your attention. It was also a poem, and the poem was, it was like set to the cadence of Jesus loves me. Yes, I know, but it was something about the mother. The mother loves me. Oh, that's why. That's why I thought it might involve uh, some kind of primitive witchcraft. At the time, it just seemed weird because we didn't know any of this stuff going on yet. But now that we look back on, now that we know a little bit more about some of the strange things. Well, well, Tug, you, you, you uh, clearly, uh, clearly compartmentalize information, uh, maybe uh, better than some, because at the time, uh, we had also uh, had to uh, shoot dead two goat men and one unspeakable horror, and, uh, well, I could hardly uh, keep thoughts of the demonic from my mind, but good job keeping your head so intact. Well... And and otherwise, we were just in the classroom talking to the teacher. Well, that's really, true. Fact, that, that, that was somewhat distracting in its own right. I have the, to sor the source of the pictures is actually the children, mm. not the teacher. Well, that's true. She herself, uh, as far as we know, uh, wasn't uh, drawing uh, depictions of uh, Eldritch Horrors, but... Well, that doesn't mean she doesn't, and probably if she did, they'd be more artistic. Or no, using no. real blood. I wish that uh, you, you, you've got quite the imagination. I wish that I had looked more carefully, because there might have been the little kid's name on there. And we would know which little kid was, was drawing it. Teachers usually make kids put their names on things. But it, alas, that, that we don't have that picture anymore, so... It would have been interesting also to know if uh, there's any correlation between what child draws, what kind of picture, and which ones have unfortunate accidents. Maybe the picture is still there. Maybe it's just art and she stuck it on the wall with all the other little kids, you know, art. And if she did, uh, Doctor, would you think it extraordinary that uh, any school teacher would... Uh, display such a thing uh, as though it were unremarkable, unless there was something peculiar about her i mean from what you're describing it to me i mean i haven't seen it myself but from what you're describing it sounds a little gruesome i don't think the teacher would hang that sort of thing maybe maybe she didn't understand what she was looking at maybe she just thought it was who knows you know 
kids draw did, weird things. Did you, did you confront her at all? Did you, did you ask no. her? No. Okay. We didn't, like I said, at the moment we at that moment we really didn't think about it. We were researching folklore, and uh, there were there has been talk in the town of uh, of things like vampires, of course, vampire legends, uh, and uh, accusations that someone uh, in the town is a witch. Well, that's but she didn't seem ask. to be much of a witch to me. That's what I was just going to ask you, actually. Is it possible that these children are drawing or writing or, um, you know, based on what they're hearing, from what you're describing, the, the whole town is a little bit batty. Well, we never heard any folklore so specific as black tendrils uh, descending from the sky. But we but did we, see something that would remind us of that. We also don't know all of the stories that, people tell their children and if the whole area is filled with this kind of folklore it could just be a kid writing the end of a story that they heard from another kid who heard it from another kid who... <clears throat> but it's weird it's the combination with the poem that makes it striking you're hmm. talking about miss bellwether the witch the so-called witch yes yeah. uh, but really the the poem and the picture taken together seem notable. I actually found the poem much more notable than the picture. It's most unusual for any child to reword a religious song. Right. Unless it were in mockery, and this did not seem like mockery. I think well, the teacher yeah. was teaching them. There were a number of religious cults uh, that thought of a, think so a, too. a goddess figure, a mother figure, instead of a father figure. So. And, uh, and since... Uh, I know of no no revival of such traditions uh, outside of more cosmopolitan areas. It almost seems as though this might be evidence of some kind of uh, local traditional law. Which cult, maybe? Well, did we ever visit? I would hate to think so, but it might be the case. Did we ever visit the church? Yes, the as I recall, the Reverend. Uh, Showed uh, the usual uh, assertive disinterest in these kind of matters. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, I'm half uh, half minded to think that a good portion of it is just folklore, but it's mixed with something that's real. Mm. This seemed to be how it. Uh, that almost seems to be what you'd expect. Well, what we'd come to expect anyway. The, the question that stands out to my mind is uh, if this uh, if this mother song uh, is a genuine uh, cultic activity, is it intended to uh, be protective? Is it intended to uh, propitiate and uh, hope she doesn't take them, or is it uh, outright veneration of some uh, horrifying thing? Who knows? It's. Uh... The oh, first, Baptist, first Baptist Church of the Divine Ascension. Of the Divine Ascension? Yeah, you know, when Jesus went up into heaven. Well, yes, but... Well, that seems rather specific. Lots of churches have names like that. Hmm. And since I also just took the time to look it up, his name is Reverend Earl Wilson. Haro. Sorry? Haro Wilson? 
Uh, Earl. 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 E A R L. Earl. Well, unless of course you uh, unless of course you worship Miko, in which case maybe you uh, consider being taken up by them at divine ascension. Mm. Let's let's go see the teacher. Yeah, that's, that's, what we're, that's what we're on the way. So that's so remember the, the teacher's course of action. Okay. Does anybody remember the teacher's name? Miss Crabapple. <laughs> There's a bonus die in it for you if you oh, do. Oh 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 Hold on. <laughs> uh, Miss. He's possessed. Shoot him. Was it Bathurst? Starts with an R. Um, Bathurst. That boy. No, oh, an R. <laughs> um, Rachel, was it maybe? No. Uh, Rumple Stiltskin. Time's up, Tug. Holly Rydell. Oh. Holly, Holly Rydell. Although I don't know if she would have introduced her first name. Yeah, yeah. Miss Rydell. I don't oh. have Rydell written down. So sorry, Mrs. Right. Sorry, Holly Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> so after a uh, short car ride, sorry, I gotta ask. Everybody's bringing guns, rifles, grenades, or only. Pulling back a little bit since you're walking around town, or pistol for me. Okay, pistol for you. I'm Danny. just a young man with my dog. Do we? I mean, what are the laws? Can we? We and can't walk around with concealed weapons without getting in serious trouble, can we? Uh, I got my knife. I mean, okay. a, group, a group of people our age with guns isn't that a gang? <laughs> I, yeah, just because I'm. I mean, we might as well be wearing leather jackets. <laughs> I, I don't want to get bogged down with looking that up right now, but we'll say I'll just say this: it's kind of like carrying a knife. In that, if you're out in the woods, if you're out doing some sort of outdoor activity, nobody's really going to bother you. But if you're walking around town, you don't want to be flashing the fact that you've got a gun on your hip. That sort of thing. Well, they're handguns, right? Right. Weapons. So. Yep. So, I mean, what I'm saying is, you can you can carry them. I'm not going to give you a hard time about that. But if you get caught doing something wrong, they might yeah ramp up the uh, you know. All right. Right. I'm just bringing my knife. I don't go to a school with a kid with a gun. Okay. But I, th I think Danny's got his, but it's concealed. You know, it's not. Sure. Um, I had my gun in the woods, but I left yeah. it back. Yep, go to a school run by secret witch cultists with a gun. <laughs> right. I've I've just brought my my kosh. Um, Rex, however, has got one of the Tommy guns. <laughs> right. Okay. Just the one. <laughs> Hidden under his uh, underfloof. <laughs> All right. So you pull up. It's actually Sunday afternoon. I oh. think. So there's no school. All my whole theory is out the window. Uh, well, then be here. <laughs> like that, it's Monday. Boom. Okay. <laughs> um, you guys Where did the time to... go? Yeah. <laughs> you guys uh, pull up to the school. Uh, did you want to time it then, uh, right around school, getting done? Yeah. What times do schools usually get out? 3.30 or so? Sure. 
I feel like they're cross paths with the kids leaving the school because maybe we overhear them saying something. Yeah, we're there. Talk about weird things. Are any of them wearing robes? (laughs) Yeah, I was wondering about should we try and engage one or two of the kids in conversation as well? 20s, I don't think anybody would care. Probably hit the kids and nobody would care. (laughs) Backhand the kids. Yeah, he was an adult. They might want to, you know, talk to the dog or something like that, and we can ask them if they've seen any monsters recently. (laughs) So then with that, I'll say that you are sort of lurking around the outside of the school, very non-suspicious-like, and the uh, front doors fly open, and you see about 11 children come rushing out. Of and what ages? Are they, are they coming towards us? <laughs> yeah. What's right. nice? Okay. Um, I'll lay down suppressing fire with a Tommy. You <laughs> um, mean Rexwell? Sick of yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rex can lay down suppressing fire with the Tommy gun. Um, and meanwhile, um, Tug and I will make a pincer movement uh, around the flanks and come in behind them. Yeah. With my knife. That's how the other other two can open fire with their pistols. (laughs) All right. So some of them are, you know, the boys are like rambunctious. They're yelling and screaming, and the girls are trying to. Do they look like normal, happy kids? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's uh, somebody I didn't hear. I think it was Jerry. uh, What kind of age range are we talking about? Actually, quite a quite a range. So it's a small schoolhouse, sort of, you know, little schoolhouse in town. So it ranges all the way from, we'll say, I don't know, six to fifteen. Mm. Any any nineteen twenties goth kids? <laughs> is it is there is there one in the corner playing a banjo? <laughs> Up on the porch, yeah. Uh, so did you, Danny? Did you want to confront one of the kids or? No, nah, I think it's maybe a bit full on. I think we just talked to the teacher, unless anyone else wants to. Some of them see Rex there. Mm. They're quite, uh, you know, hey, mister, is that your dog? Sure is, kid. Does he bite? <laughs> when he, he needs to. He eats children. I set that whole joke up wrong, sorry. Yeah. Um, That's not my dog, yeah. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I charm them and... and jovial conversation yeah sure I, although I do want to ask Mick, oh, sorry Jasper what your what's how do you think Jasper would react to the kids um, he, oh I think you know he's, he's quite friendly and playful and tail wagon and all that yeah okay and, and Rex I think would be quite friendly as well yeah okay uh, I mean, Jasper doesn't like drawing attention to the fact that he's got a tail. Right. So that's it's probably going to be that down down one of his uh, pant legs. I, I don't think Jeff realized what he said. We, we did get that joke. Yeah. You wanted to know how Jasper reacts to it, is what you said instead of Rex. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, okay. <laughs> um, 
gives a whole new meaning to you that your fur coat that you've often worn too. <laughs> All right. Um, um, we're, we are attempting to become one and the same creature. Yeah. A gestalt, if you will. So a handful of kids, you know, a couple of kids, they're, they just, it's a dog. It's, it's exciting. It's something new. So they're petting him. They're asking you questions. And, um, Danny, did you want to chime in or? Yeah, just, what do you ask them, you know? Um, <laughs> you seen, have you seen any monsters? <laughs> any witch cults around here? <laughs> Let's put that to a charm roll, maybe? I don't know. So, kids, you been up the old Mason place? <laughs> any of your kids been up the old, uh, the old cabin in the woods? Just, just remember, anything that you say to them, they're going to say to their parents. Their parents are going to say to the school. Their school's going to assume that we said it to the kids. Yeah, it's quite a scary cabin. We were out for a walk today. You see, we we're out having a little wander in the the woods, enjoying the sunshine. Mm. It's like kids yeah. can only creepy stories. I, I found this while I was out there, and I'll reach in my pocket. Yeah, that, that's better. So knife. <laughs> what What do you make of that? Do you think that's some sort, of, maybe some sort of Indian artifact? Danny opens his jacket and says, have you seen a gun like this big? It's a cracker. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Uh, no, I think, I think uh, Tug's right. I think it's scary stories, you know. Yeah. We collect, hey, hi, we collect scary stories. Do you know any weird scary stories from the area? Hi, kids. Do any, do any of you have a parent who keeps their brain somewhere other than their own head? <laughs> <laughs> have you lost your mind? <laughs> the, um, the younger kids are a little bit more chatty and they say, yeah, yeah. You know, they want to be the center of attention. And they say, yeah, we, we heard the one story about the one ghost out there at the old house. And, uh, one of the other kids chimes in about vampires. So you, you get a couple confirmations of some of the stories you've heard in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, the older kids are a little bit more tight lipped. They're not, they're like nervous, I think. Have you heard about that bat boy that flies about? I read that in the paper that one kid says. How about the mother? The who? My mom? Not your mom, but the mother. Fusion. Nothing, nothing from no. uh, Jeff, which of the older kids seems the most nervous and reticent? Um, I'm just going to say there's maybe two younger kids and maybe two of the older kids, two boys. Uh, they they both do. They're kind of you know they're kind of like preteens. They're you know strangers and trying to be cool. There's a little bit of it's not it's not oh. really abnormal or anything. Well, I look at them. What about you? Don't uh, don't you know any flattening tales? I just heard, and he's kind of like looking like he's watching you like specifically as he's talking. He says, I heard the story recently about the old skeleton that was found up there at the house. Oh, what did they say about it? Well, he like, he kind of looks at you like, wasn't it you guys? Didn't you guys find it? Well, not personally, but we were around. 
Does that mean we know what anyone uh, made of it or had to say about it? Um, you're talking about the one at the McClerney house? Yeah, we were there. We, we, we didn't find it ourselves. We were out in the woods. But, yeah, that was pretty creepy, wasn't it? I mean, that's what... They, they said it was Sarah's shade that lived there, and then all of a sudden, you guys find a skeleton. I mean, that's pretty creepy. Well, now I think that, I think that the police are looking into that more than that. Have you ever heard of anything else living out in the woods, back out, out that direction? They kind of look at one another like, no, not really. Because I heard there were little thing, little animals that lived in the trees that weren't like rabbits or squirrels or things like that. Nothing. There's not really a reaction. How about things that live up in the hills and the mountains back there? Oh, yeah, that's, I mean, we've heard stories about that. All our lives growing up. Like well, what's the best thing. one? Because we well, like the stories. Yeah, they're they're all over the place, and it depends who you talk to. Some people swear by them. Other people just are calling other people crazy. And I mean, which one's your favorite story about them? Probably the one that the newspaper guy saw the bat boy the bat boy the bat boy living up in the woods okay. i mean it's one thing to to hear other kids talk about rumors and such but when one of the grown-ups starts talking about stories like that and then we we read it in the newspaper it just it just became real yep there's weird you stuff ever seen it ever seen anything ourselves can't say as we have. We've heard things. How, how do you like your teacher? Miss Rydell? Yeah, she's all right. Yeah, we came here to visit her. We were here before. We wanted to talk to her some more. She's well, probably cleaning her room. Is that right? Uh, what was that last part? Sorry. I said she's probably cleaning her room, right? Yeah, probably. All right. What were you saying, Jasper? What, what, kind, of, what kind of things do you hear out there? Just like strange, like howling, howling noises. Like, I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like a dog, but just deer. Just a weird, different. What? What? What do? What do your folks say when 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 you hear it? What? Do, what do they say it is? They just come up with the usual that, oh, it's probably a coyote, it's probably a wolf, it's probably a dog. I mean, but I don't know. I've heard I've heard dogs yell and howl. I mean, I, maybe, but I, it just sounds, gives me the chills when it happens. Well, what does your teacher say? She must know a lot about uh, all manner of different things. She just, she just thinks we're pulling her leg. Do you like to pull her leg? Sometimes. Does she have a good sense of humor? Sometimes. So, uh, w what about leg pull stories, things like that? Uh, you know, what do they say when, uh, you know, what do they say when uh, either kids go missing or they're naughty or something like that? Are there any uh, any local tales parents like to tell? This scare their kids into behaving and all that. 
Um, do a psychology roll, Jerry. Yeah, don't scare the kids. We've already scared the kids. We're creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, that's a that's a solid that's a solid failure, but I hope the psychologist is rolling psychology because <laughs> I sure can't. What were you going to say, Jasper? I said I'm not, I'm not scary or creepy. I've got a dog. I'm just a guy with a dog. That's true. Um, they're they're looking. This is these are the older two kids. The younger kids are just distracted with the dog yeah. right they're just having fun the other kids they're more interested in the conversation and who the who the strangers are in town and all so um you see just a quick glance between the two of them and they just kind of like clam up well uh i'm gonna push it but that would seem to be a different role right psychology is me reading them uh, I'll try and push it if I need to, but I think maybe because I'm using a different skill, it's a different role. Uh, but my intention is to uh, roll charm, uh, and I'll uh, tell them about uh, how uh, my uh, how my folks uh, my folks told uh, boogeyman stories, but uh, they were never very good, and well, me and my friends uh, never took them very seriously at all. But uh, of course. I had a, uh, well, I had a younger brother than me who uh, took him even less seriously than that. Often I uh, like to say he wished the boogeyman would show, uh, show up so that uh, he could, uh, he could uh, break his nose and uh, pull his pants up over his head. And uh, I reckon my little brother could have done it too. He was a fighter. Uh, damn near broke my nose a couple of times. Uh, and, you know, just try to... Well, that's good. Get some I, was kind of actually, I was going to give you a difficulty challenge on that. But with your story, I'll just say you just need a regular charm success. All right. Well, um, now, is it possible to push it further, or would I have to spend luck? Hmm. Uh. I didn't necessarily count that as a push. Right. So, because of a, new, a new skill. Yeah. So. You, kind of, you kind of switched gear, so that's fine. So, yeah, I'll, I'll say you can push this with the condition that if you fail this one, it might not turn out the way you like. Well, I probably will spend the luck, but I'd rather not have to, and I hope I don't roll worse. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, uh, my, uh, my brother, he was a... Uh, he was adopted. Uh, he, uh, he had some of his own stories that he uh, took a little more seriously. He, uh, he had grown up on uh, grown up on the streets of a larger town, and uh, you know he would often uh, tell uh, accounts of uh, you know the snatcher and uh, different names for it. But, you know the kind of uh, kind of people who lurk about and uh, maybe uh, do actual harm to children for some nefarious purpose or other. Uh, nothing nothing really supernatural about it. Uh, well, I didn't hold much with those kind of PTSD. Didn't hold much with uh, with those kind of <laughs> stories, but uh, well, he could he could tell an entertaining one too. And uh, well, so now I'm going to ask. I was uh, never was never sure if he really never sure if he really believed it or he just wanted me to. So I'm trying to turn it around to then make it funny at my own expense, right? 
I'm going to ask Tug, Jasper, and Denny to make sanity rolls now. <laughs> we're, we're, we're going inside to talk to the teacher. <laughs> okay, you're kind of leaving them all alone. Doing and so, so that is... We, we, start, we all started moving off cautiously when he said, damn, child. <laughs> This, now I'm gonna have nightmares about the what the slasher or the. <laughs> uh, so um, he's swearing at kids. That um, uh, what's the? Can you remind me what's the percentage on a hard? I need to uh, recalculate real quick. Uh, half, half. Oh, it's just half. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, then in that case, that's a hard success. Okay. All right. So with some. Uh, trepidation um, they they just share with you the story that similar to what you're saying um, they don't necessarily give it a name like the boogeyman but they say that you know their parents often tell them that you know don't stay out too late when it starts getting dark come home right away and they warn us to don't wander off into the woods. You reckon they take it seriously or do they just want you to? I'm not sure. I think it's a little bit of both. All right, so we want well, to talk to people. Uh, uh, so I noticed that the others have left and that's my excuse to leave as well uh, sure. without seeming like, hey, kids, I got what I came for. So I'm like, okay. well, well, it looks uh, looks like my brother's uh, snatched tails have you even scared off the uh, other adults. Well, <laughs> uh, I think he'd be proud. Nice uh, chat with you. Yep. And they won't. Don't, don't stay out too late. Mm -hmm. And uh, so then I head after the other guys. The guys mm -hmm. us. So again, you, you enter the small, basically a one-room schoolhouse. Uh, you see Miss Rydell, she's uh, cleaning up some books and papers and maybe washing the blackboard. And she looks up, she's a little bit surprised to see a bunch of uh, older people walking in. Jeff, since I'm coming, I'll mention this now, since I'm coming in a bit later, I'm, I'm gonna let them talk a bit first. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to be unobtrusive when I come in. While she's distracted with them talking to her, I'm gonna be more observant, see if I notice any you know, more weird drawings or, you know, weird stuff before I have to also engage in conversation. Okay. So she kind of, you catch her a little bit off guard. She almost a little bit of startled, but then she's like, oh, can I help you? I remember us. Yeah, <laughs> I do. You look familiar. Yeah, we were here a couple of weeks ago. That's right. Folklore students. That's right. I do remember now. Comic. We're, uh, we're back in town, just following up on some of the interesting stories. Um, I noticed last time I was here, some of your kids had done some really interesting uh, uh, pictures and things. Um, Wondering if you still had some of those. It's been a couple of weeks. Post them on the on the wall when I'm looking around. Uh, maybe her memory's not as good, so okay. she she's like, "What pictures? What?" Oh, you know, just general things. Kids are good sources for uh, 
for folklore because they uh, they tell these stories over and over and over again to one another. Mm -hmm. What are the rest of you doing? I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, I'm the okay. dumb one. <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm just asking for a life preserved. Yeah. Somebody throw a rope. Hanging, hanging back a little and uh, being uh, observant. Uh, I will. I don't want to seem suspicious. I'll introduce myself as soon as she pauses or notices me. But just while she's distracted by Tug talking, sure. I want to okay. be observant if I can. Danny or Jasper, would you like to rescue Tug? I'm trying to remember the that song or poem. Um, Jesus loves me, but it's mother. Was, was it out and about, or did we sneak through things? Did we look through stuff? I can't it remember. Was, it was just sitting on her desk, along yeah. with a good picture. Yeah, and so I'm, I'm, I'm adding. Really, uh, there was, uh, I think there was a poem or a song lying in it. It really was interesting and kind of speaks to the folklore. Um research we're doing and I, and I kind of quote it, quote a couple of lines of it. Okay. A really interesting kind of local poem or song maybe. Yep. Um, listen here, witch, tell us what's up. <laughs> 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 yeah, demon, I've got a gun. <laughs> <laughs> We're demon hunters from uh, Massachusetts. <laughs> she, um, do a psychology role for me, Danny. Yeah, I'm really watching to see what... Oh, seriously, man. 90-something. Okay. She just... um, She... It looks like you triggered another memory. So she's like, I do remember that poem. Um, she, she walks over to her desk and sits down. She opens up one of her larger drawers and you know, a bunch of files and papers and stuff. She just starts rifling through the files. Um, Jasper, Go ahead. Jasper, Jasper you... do you want to help with your kosh? I didn't hear you say me, sorry. Um, no, I don't want to hear you. Jasper, did you bring the sun screws? <laughs> you bring the dog in with you? I have, I have got the dog with me, yes. Okay. I'm not um, apologizing for that fact. Can I just say, um, while she's looking through, I'm kind of eyeballing a psychologist to kind of like, you know, because my role was disastrous, you know, mm. keep an eye on, keep an eye on her, you know, you know, okay. that, that's all. But, okay. Go ahead, Jasper, sorry. I have, since I started attending university, wished to cultivate some manner of eccentricity. Um, and I've now decided to do so by unapologetically taking my dog with me wherever I go. <laughs> Having found out there is nothing specifically in college regulations. Right. So Jeff, while she's looking down, Jeff, while she's looking down at her papers, 
if I have noticed anything that I wanted to take a closer look at that would have made me seem suspicious, I do that while she's looking down at her papers. Otherwise, I probably have to like talk pretty soon. So do mm -hmm. I have any chance of having seen anything or nothing is stand out? Yeah, nothing's jumping out at you. All right. Then I'll go to walk over like I'm going to talk to her too. Sure. But since she's looking down, I won't interrupt her. I'll look mm -hmm. down. <laughs> do I notice anything in what she's shuffling? Okay. Through? Uh, do a spot hidden. Yes. Success. Okay, oh. so you see she, she's going through the papers and stuff. She's, ah, here it is. I thought I might have thrown this out, but it looks like I kept it. And she takes it up with the poem, and with your successful spot hidden, you see that illustration was right behind it. So she takes the palm out and she hands it to you, Danny. Or she just puts them on the desk, really. Whatever. Mm. Is that something from church? Um, she looks... It sounds a little like Jesus loves me, but Mommy loves me. Or... It does, although she looks a little bit... awkward and she kind of like sheepishly sheepishly looks at you and she says well i'll be honest with you i don't really go to church on a regular basis so. oh well that's okay i suppose it's from the little i mean you didn't write it the little kid wrote it do you know who wrote this actually i don't i just found it in one of the desks mother loves me this i know for the others tell me so they have watched us for so long. Where we are little, our brothers are strong. Yes, mother loves me. Yes, mother loves me. Yes, mother loves me. For the others tell me so. You have what, about 11 students? One, one of them did write this, is right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you must recognize the handwriting. Was it uh, one of the older children or one of the younger? I don't think the GM knows. <laughs> well, I don't know. She could, could, I'm, she I, I may not be good at reading that myself. I, she, I thought maybe she was actually trying to be evasive. She just, uh, no, I just, I mean, it just didn't, I don't think I recognized the handwriting. Hmm. All right. You get a lot of things like this in, from the kids in your class. I guess some of them must have some, some quite active imaginations. Sure, sure. I mean, kids, you know. Well, I, I, don't, I don't go to church uh, much myself, but uh, if they are sung anything this interesting, maybe I should. <laughs> Who do you think these others are? I really didn't give it much thought. I mean, like I said, I almost threw it out. I just, it, it was unusual, but I, I guess I just held on to it. I don't know. This is the kind of thing that we're really interested in folklore in local areas. I, I, if you don't really need it, would it be okay to take, take that? Or as an example of just local community lore? Uh, go ahead. I'm going to ask you for luck or charm, some sort of role there. 
Okay. And I'm kind of maybe adding if there's anything else that you were going to dispose of, you know. My rules are terrible, 91. <laughs> Could be, can I try? Go ahead. Um, okay, what was her surname again? Uh, Holly. Very, very close to, pardon? Rydell. Rydell. Holly Rydell. Rydell, Rydell. Um, you know, um, I'm going to try for a fast talk role. You know, um, Miss Rydell, um, I know this can't, it does sound like kind of an, an unorthodox request, but uh, the truth of the matter is this, this is a fantastic example of, of what we call living folklore. That's, that's folklore that's not just um, tales jotted down uh, years and years ago. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's those tales as they stand right now in, in, in this living moment. And it's, it's such a, a, a vibrant and um, an important field to study and so, and so under-resourced. There's so few people writing about this. I mean, if, if you could help us by, by letting us um, borrow this piece of paper, just enough to take it uh, back to the university and have a photostatic copy made of it, um, that, that, that would be of enormous value to our research. And, uh, 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 talk role. Uh, is it possible to uh, assist a role also? I, I got an 11. Is that a thing? No. That's, that's actually an extreme by one point. Nice. I was actually going to offer you a bonus die, but I don't think you need it. Oh. Don't yeah. need it. Um, can you save it for the next? I'll one? take that later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll take that when I have to do any comment, any conflict. So she's quite impressed, and she's like, oh, "Photostatic." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these guys. Um, yeah. So she, she kind of hands it. She hands it over to you. And um, actually, what about uh, if you uh, if you wouldn't mind? Uh, with it as well. Speaking of under-resourced, uh, well, you're a teacher, you know how it is with uh, last-minute projects. Uh, I, I could use a uh, piece of uh, uh, physical artifact uh, myself. I, I noticed the, uh, the drawing behind it in your file uh, looked uh, like it might contain some uh, rather evocative imagery. Do you, do you think you could uh, bear to part with it? Uh, for a similar copy as well. Mm. But that was charm, not fast talk. Okay, I will let you go ahead and roll charm. Uh, that's a very extreme success, almost a crit. It's a zero two. Oh wow! Okay, nice. Um, yeah. So then. She hesitantly, um, you can see she's torn about, she's like holding onto it in her hands and kind of like trying to make up her mind in her head. And then she's like, I mean, it's been two weeks. No one's claimed it. No one's asked for it. Um, it's just that this is one, this one's a bit more disturbing and I would just ask you that you be extremely careful 
Well, actually, I would just put it this way. I would ask you not to show it to anybody else in town. Uh, something like this, if it got out into town, rumors can start flying, and I don't want to... I don't want to stir up any more additional problems that this child might be dealing with. Uh, I, you, like, you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, of course, uh, I do understand. And also, uh, we're very careful in this kind of research not to uh, perturb uh, local communities uh, any more than necessary. It uh, ruins the information, not to mention the community. So uh, I will be very careful and hold this in complete confidence. And does she hand it to me? Yes, she, she does hand it to you. I, I was curious. I'm just thinking now. I'm sure you guys all introduced yourself when you walked in. You have the psychologist with you. Do you want him to introduce himself as a psychologist or keep that to himself? Uh, if he earlier asked, uh, I would suggest uh, keeping it to himself. Okay. Unless he asks, though, I never volunteer that opinion. I'm wondering, though, if a psychologist might be quite a rare thing in a place like this, and maybe that could be a helpful thing if she has disturbed children. could also be a harmful thing because people didn't trust the psychologist. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so once I'm holding the picture safely, Jeff, I'm looking at it and I say, well, now that I t get a closer look, you're right, this is uh, rather disturbing. Um, do you know the child who drew this? I do not. Uh, same thing. I just found it in one of the desks. So she, first of all, just said she was concerned about uh, it, you know, the disturbed child. Now she doesn't know. Of course, I don't trust her. Uh, I'm rolling psychology because I don't know if the real psychologist is rolling psychology. Uh, but I still failed, so never mind. Okay. Uh, well, have you ever heard uh, any of the children... Uh, you know, describing scenes like this, maybe in their uh, storytelling or games? Oh. What are you doing, Tug? I'm just sort of listening to them talk. Um, she... I'm glancing around. While they're talking, I'm looking around at stuff. Does she just ignore my question, Jeff? Or is she thinking about it? She's thinking, yeah. She's okay. like, I'm trying to um, give you the impression that she's... You're skating on thin ice is what I'm trying to give the impression of. Like, she's okay. right on the edge of, like, not... She doesn't want to share too much. Well, um, can I be uh, spot-hiddening again, looking around? Does that make any um, sense? To, to look for anything... Unusual. Unusual. Go ahead and roll. Or how about, you know what? No, never mind. I got um, a double zero. I'm, I'm okay. checking the pencil sharpener to see if there's <laughs> And uh, right. Jeff, if I have to push the charm roll, I will. And I'll say, well, uh, re resources aside, uh, and, and given this, uh, it's not like I'd have to, uh, have to quote you in uh, research or anything like that. Um, but... I uh, would like to know something plausible I could say about this. Rather than mere speculations of my own. So did you did you already roll or did you? I, I don't know if I did. I rolled charm before and got an ought too. I don't know yeah. if you want me to yeah. keep that roll, push a roll, or if I can't do better. 
or a new role. Or I, I don't see any other. Oh, I, I have persuade. Uh, if you want me to roll a new skill, because I've already charmed her as much as she can be charmed, I can roll persuade. I have 33 in persuade. Here's what I'm going to do. You roll persuade. I would like Danny to roll something similar, whether it be psychology, persuade, I guess really anything really but charm again. And then Jasper, if you could maybe do the same thing, some sort of persuade or psychology. Is there uh, any chance of having a bonus on persuade because the charm was so good or did it have to be that good just to get this far? Anyway. Yeah, this is, I'm, I'm counting this as a separate sort of your, your Okay, sort of well I failed. Trail. The got... persuade roll failed. Okay. And I'm not going to spend the luck it would take to, it's not okay. a terrible roll, but I'm not yeah. going to spend that much on it. Yep. Well, persuade or psychology, I wouldn't get either of them at, um, Can I have the, the dice that I've dropped on the floor? <laughs> could could I do some? Would it be okay if I did something a little bit different? Because I'm like, my psychology is terrible, you know, and my dice rolls have been terrible. And I think as the conversation has gone on, you know, initially I'm coming in here thinking, oh, she's a bad one. But it strikes me that she seems to be, at least the way she's communicating, that she's really sincere and concerned about the children. So... Yeah, so could I, could I kind of, as all the conversation of when there's maybe a little pause, you know, and, and Jerry's asking about, you know, bits and pieces, and I realize she's becoming more and more uneasy, mm-hmm. and just kind of interject and say, um, I, we do apologize for... Um, I, ho- I hope it doesn't seem like we're interfering. We're just very keen on this area and the folklore, and 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 we're really sorry if um, we're making you know, making you feel uncomfortable. We don't mean to. Um, we know you, we know the children are very important to you, uh, so please forgive us. Um, is it Miss or Mrs. Miss, Mrs. 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 Rydale. Uh, it's just her enthusiasm, you know. So I'm trying to just appease her a little bit and make her feel more relaxed about all of our, can I get this, can I get that, you know, what about this, you know, all the questions and stuff. We've, we've mm-hmm. come on pretty pretty full on, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Jasper, I'm still curious. Did you make your roll? Uh, no, I failed. Okay. I'm curious. I'm going to give you a tug, Jasper, or Jerry. Decide amongst yourselves who's feeling lucky and wants to roll. Roll what? I'm not going to tell you. Oh. Uh, well, I feel pretty lucky. I'm, my luck's okay. I'm not lucky. I haven't felt particularly lucky, lucky since the early 90s. Go on, tug. Lucky man. Oh, five. Danny broke the top. Good, cho- good choice, Danny. Way, way to break. Oh, five the out of sixty-four. That's wow! Yeah. Wow! Like, I just I knew this from the fact that Tug was so clueless. Looking a few minutes ago, I knew right. he just had he had something to offer. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so I'm looking at that pencil sharpener, and we're like, it will have sharpened his wits by now. Excuse me, Miss Rydell, what is this bloody dagger here? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this sculpture of Cthulhu doing? <laughs> Would you mind if we took that as a sample to uh, have a uh, three-dimensional rendering made at the university? <laughs> Why is the body of Inspector Legrasse lying under your table? Yeah. All right. My hand suddenly flops out. <laughs> um, right, okay. This is going good, actually. So she, um, with, with a slight change of tactics, Danny, mm -hmm. you see that she kind of lets her guard down a little bit. Um, and she lets you know I do apologize. I, I kind of, I'm not sure if there was an original question there, but let me just say this. Um, she, she's hesitant. She's very, you know, she's looking at you and she's like, I want you to understand that I'm, my first and foremost is I care about the children. So that being said, I'm also scared of the children. Um, I, I'm kind of agreeing with everything she's saying, you know, the, the kind of kind, encouraging kind of, mm -hmm. yes, yes, or we know you care about the children, that kind of stuff. And, you know, oh, oh, is that right? You know, just kind of trying to draw her in a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. how, how's that? Why, why would they make you feel that way? And she kind of, you know, she's like, Again, please don't go repeating this around town. I would hate for something like this to get out. I don't remember the exact day, but it was about two weeks ago. Um, I was teaching. I read the kids were out on recess. I was out front <clears throat> trying to keep an eye on everybody. And you know, it's, it's a small town. That's nothing they can really get in trouble with. But I suddenly realized there's there about four or five kids that were not here so didn't think much of it um i mean they're probably around here somewhere so i looked inside nobody was inside everybody was outside i'm looking around the front front of the schoolhouse don't see them so i walked around the back and i was quite shocked they were all squatting down in a circle doing something i couldn't see what they were doing and they were laughing. I thought they were playing a game or something. I don't Marbles or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and I don't think they heard me coming because as I got closer, suddenly they, they must have heard me then. They suddenly like stood up and tried to block what they were doing, but I had already seen what they were doing. They had somehow caught a cat and they had skinned it and they were poking it and cutting it with a what uh, one of them had a one of them had a pocket knife and the other ones were just using sticks they had skinned a cat yeah that's really upsetting and then it actually gets a little bit worse because they had you know, I, I caught, I heard as I approached, they were laughing. And when they stood up, you know, I thought, you know, they 
they'd be all apologetic. I thought they would be very, uh, you know, oh, we're sorry, Miss Rhino. We found the cat. We didn't know. And, uh, you know, I was expecting the whole runaround. But they all, they all kept smiling at me. And then the one older boy, Billy, he just looked at me like right in the eye. He's like, he said, we're not going to tell any about this. I always miss right out. And, and she said, and she, I just had a chill go down my spine. And I, I just, I didn't want to push it. I just, I didn't, I was afraid. Mm. So mm. I just I told him, I said, no, we're not going to have a problem. And I turned around and walked away. That's, that's seen, very disturbing. Have you seen this kind of weird behavior before? Or is this recent? This was about two or three weeks ago. I've heard whispers. I've heard, you know, now that I'm telling you the story, I've only been here about two years. Uh, I'm replacing the woman that was here before me. There was all, there was, hmm. now, now I'm not sure. There was, there was always stories about her demise. Um, she apparently fell down the steps at her house and twisted her neck. But there were stories that when they discovered her body, she had a kitchen knife in her hand. Like she was trying to defend herself from something. Yeah. Mr. Rodell, do you know who Billy's parents are? Um, she she probably, she definitely would. Um, I can give you some names here, Mr. and Mrs. Griffin. And um, what is the nature of them? Format. Um, Mr. Griffin works down at the docks there. Uh, he tends to load and unload the produce that's coming in off the river. Uh, Mrs. Griffin, I think she's just a housewife. She stays at home. Do you know them very well? Not really. Billy does not, <coughs> excuse me. With this being kind of a small rural, mostly farming community, I'm lucky to get kids when I get them. The kids are very, you know, parents don't necessarily put a whole lot of clout in education. And the ones that do, it, it's more the fact that, you know, they're just needed around the house to help out. Does, uh, does Billy have any particular interest in school? Not really. I mean, he's an okay student, I guess. So other than what you saw, there's nothing remarkable about him or any of your students? Yeah, not, not that I would say, really. You know, it's funny um, you telling us this story because we were out hiking today up in the woods and there's an old ramshackle uh, cabin up there and it looked like some maybe older kids had put graffiti in it and... Um, so maybe there's, you know, we have experienced some of the dark side of the world of folklore 
and maybe there's something locally that's affecting that young boy in particular. Do you ever feel unsafe? Do you feel you don't worry about your own safety? Up until that day, I would have waved that aside. I would have not given it a second thought. Kids are kids. Kids have problems. But that day, when I saw what they were up to, when I saw how they were acting, it scared me. Well, uh, how do the other children act around the five you saw with the cat? Do, they, do the five you saw with the cat normally play together? Are they separate from the rest of the group in any way? I guess, I guess I can't say one way or another. I mean, kids tend to form like, groups naturally, especially based on age. And I have all different age ranges here. So the older those kids, kids all the same age, roughly, give or take. Um, do you, do you have a do you have a blank paper? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I draw her the pen. Out inverted pentagram with a circle. Have, uh, have you ever seen any of the children use uh, this symbol in any of their art? No, I haven't. You know, Mrs. Rydell, we are- crumple it up and take it away. We are staying up at the, you know, explain where we are and all the rest of it. And, you know, if you ever feel like something is amiss, you know, feel free to come and contact us we're not we're not that far away, and you know our our friend here, the professor, and I, I point to the psychologist, and I just give him a wink, you know, because I'm calling him a professor. Uh, I say, you know, uh, I don't know if he already introduced himself, so if if not, I'll I'll introduce him. You know, our, our professor's speciality is psychology and the human mind, you know. So if you feel like you needed help and talking to the kids, I'm sure he would be willing to oblige and help out. Maybe maybe in the guise of being another teacher visiting or something like that, hmm. you know? Okay. Yep, she looks a little bit relieved. Uh, Mrs. Rydell, what does your husband do? Um, he is a firefighter. Fireman. So he's like on. Uh, oh, okay. There we go. Do you uh, have? Has there been uh, much call for fire service in this season? Um. No, not really. Um, she's hesitating. She's like, I mean, I don't. I don't know if it's relevant to what you're looking or asking for. But he's he actually doesn't live here. Um, we're we're not separated, but uh, it's a long story. But. Uh, my mother wasn't doing too well. Um, uh, we we live in Montpelier, Vermont. Um, I didn't look it up on the on the map. So I don't know how far away that is, but it's a distance away. Um, and then when my mother was sick, uh, I came back to take care of her, and she's actually been holding on since I've been here for the full two years. So I pretty much have just been staying here and. I go back and we visit on the weekends. And... So your mother is here in town. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and she is well and she is well now. 
Well, I don't know if I would use the term well, but she's getting by. Um, well, it's, uh, it's kind of you. You're a loyal daughter. Mm -hmm. Jasper? Um, may I ask this, um, this stevedore fellow, this, this uh, griffin, is what what kind of man is he? Is he a, a church-going man or uh, more of a hellraiser? Or? Literally, <laughs> that was that was inadvertent. <laughs> um, Quick, she, look for a music box. <laughs> she just says, as far as I know, I mean, I don't know him that well, and but from what I, from what I do know, he's just a hard worker. He's you know. Uh, works all the not time. The, not the kind of man to, to lead his children into, into any kind of nonsense, then you'd say. I don't think so. I mean, I, I would find it hard to believe. We've, we've heard from the doctor that there are a number of unusual deaths of, the, of some of the children. In the two years that you've been here, have you lost children that were part of your classroom? Yes. Um, and I'm not going to call for a roll because you guys are all sort of paying attention to her critically at this point, I think. Um, it's almost like you can see the gears turning in her head, like all of this lining up and you're pointing it all and you're laying it all out for her. She, she's got that look in her, the fear returns again. And she says, in the last two years, I've lost, well, not me, personally, but I lost two children. I'm sorry, three? Two, two students. Two, two students. Uh, and what were the circumstances? Yeah, did you hear anything unusual about the circumstances? I don't necessarily have any details other than they were both considered accidents. Did you how know did the other children react? Yeah, it was the same, you know, how you would expect. Everybody was upset and we had memorial services. Was everybody upset or were some of the kids indifferent to the whole thing, especially Billy and his gang? Hmm. I mean, that might call for her to, to have a memory, but. Yeah. Um, I'm going to put that to a dice roll. Okay. Yeah. Okay. She, um, Again, like you're you're laying this out for her, so she's trying to like. She's like, you know. Now that you mention it, I would say maybe he did not seem as upset as the others, so. But I don't. How know how old were the children who died? Uh, they would have been probably. I think the one was twelve, and I think the other one was ten. Oh my word. Yeah. We have, sorry, we have seen some unusual things going on here in this town. And even though we're just folklorists, we're interested in getting to the root of some of these mysteries. And we definitely want, we want to know more. Uh, you can 
you can tell us what odd things, things that just don't make sense, because there are definitely things in this town that don't make any sense. And maybe if we figure them all out, we'll be able to figure out what's really going on here. The doctor thinks there's something strange going on here, and you think there's something strange. I think that the reporter thinks there's something strange. We think there's something strange. Did you know that we rescued the girl that went missing when we were here the last time? Brainwaite? Brainwaite? Braithwaite, wasn't it? Emily? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that was a very disturbing situation we found her in. Yeah. Mm. So we think there's something strange in the town. We don't want um, we don't want to scare you, but we want to say that you can trust us, and if you need any help, we are here. And we've got some friends up at the house as well. Some. And quite honestly, we're not absolutely trust. We're trusting the, the local police, maybe, but we're. We're not sure about them, so. They didn't credit uh, all of our observations before, and well, they didn't seem to show a great deal of respect for things like, like research and education. And yeah, like kind of like Billy, they seem a little in too indifferent to us. Mm -hmm. Care a little more, so. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, you know, whatever we've discussed here, we're not going to discuss it with them. And we'd, we'd appreciate it if you don't discuss it with them either. That's, I believe we have a mutual understanding then. Yeah. Well, thank Honestly, you we're not going to be discussing what you've told us uh, with anyone in town. No. no. The, uh, uh, and uh, what you described concerning the children, well, it's the most unambiguous thing that we've heard. And seems to show no doubt of its peculiarity. Uh, your, uh, your concerns all seem very, very warranted. Yeah. There's a look of um, relief might be a little bit strong of a word, but she's, she's glad that she seems to have someone on her side. You know, like your words of encouragement and that you're just a phone call away, that sort of thing is she's a little bit and if you do hear or see anything else peculiar, please do come come by our house. Uh, someone should be there, even if we're out uh, conducting research. Uh, mm -hmm. We won't generally have it unattended. I suddenly had a horrible thought, and I'm going to look concerned for a moment and then walk over to the doors or the windows, make sure the children all left. you know, after school. Because if Billy's outside watching and listening to us. Do a spot hidden. No. God! <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to spend so much luck. Push it. Push it, Tug. And if you fail, you go blind. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. Yeah, I'd have to push it because I'd have to spend like over 50 luck. 
I quickly cast the spell to enhance Tug's ability to spot hidden. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> at, at which point I immediately cartwheel. Around. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, way to, way to get in the spirit of a schoolhouse, Tug. That's some point, serious role-playing. At which point we hear the kid outside go, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Jeff? Can you rationalize it? I, I'd be willing to give you the role if you can somehow. Well, I'm specifically looking for if any of the kids are listening to what we're saying. Right. No, I, I got that. But I'm wondering, generally, for a pushed role, you need to, like, change your tactics slightly to, you know. Um, how about to push it, I go to the the door quietly, and then I suddenly open it and I take a look around outside. Oh, I thought that's what you were doing actually. Oh, no, I just went to look <laughs> look out the windows. Oh, if okay. anybody was peeking in the windows. Okay, all right. So now I'm gonna uh, go and see if there's anybody on the side of the, the school looking in. Now, work with me. If you fail, generally something bad happens on a push roll. So what sort of... Falls down the stairs. Billy jams a knife in my throat. <laughs> okay, it's a bit well, this, no. well, this Well, this got dark. Not that much darker, actually. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I trip and fall off the porch. <laughs> little little comedic element that. Yeah, let's go with that. That's easy. And I got. What am I rolling for? Uh, spot oh, hidden. Spot hidden. Now I'm still twenty twenty six points off. Oh boy! So one d three. I'm like, all right, I got you, little kid. Ah! <laughs> uh, tug. I fall I, 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 I feel quite all right. Uh, oh, I think I smashed my nose. <laughs> so he goes flying down the stairs, and we are all like, "What?" <laughs> Did you hear? Did you hear something outside? No, but I thought, you know, what if one of the kids was listening? I didn't well, see anything though. I just wanted to make sure, and then I, I didn't see the, uh, I didn't see the trip wire that we left. No, I, I didn't see that. Well, I mean, if you went flying down the stairs, would we not come out to make sure you're all right, and we all get a spot hidden while we're out there? I think we'd we'd rush out, given that we were just talking about people dying from unusual accidents. Yeah. That's an accident. I think we'd be straight. There. Yeah, I think so. Well Yeah, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you I'm not gonna be that nice of a DM. Uh, let's say I'm gonna say we can end it there unless you guys want to talk this through real quick, you know, before we end it. Because it's kind of a you know, if if, you, if we come back to this next week to revisit it, it might not be fresh. Yeah. So have, have, the, have the other guys all rushed out outside when Tug fell off the step? I did. Yes, oh. I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, I look. Uh, I so I haven't rushed after Tug. I just called after him. Um, has I'm she kidding. rushed? Has she rushed over or not? She was behind her desk, so she would not. Huh. She just like, what what happened? Okay. So, so it's just you and your mother by yourselves. Yep. yep. And your predecessor, 
uh, perished uh, just before you arrived. Mm -hmm. I pause and hesitate and hesitate. Um, are you at all a decent shot? Uh, she's a country girl. <laughs> well, that's why I'm hoping that she is, in fact, a decent shot. It's not a crazy question, I hope. She's a little bit confused. Um, give me a second. Are you good with oh. a switch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's good at teaching. No, she, she responds, no, not really. She's a little bit confused. Ah, well. Well, then I suppose the best I can say, please, if you, even if you don't see or hear anything and you just feel uncertain or unnerved, uh, you and your mother are both welcome to uh, visit out at the house where we're renting. As I said, uh, it's never unattended and it, it should be uh, rather safe in the event of anything disturbing. Uh, I really appreciate your assistance and uh, well, realizing that you're not exactly local even if your mother is, well, you, uh, well, as I said, I think you're quite right to be wary. Uh, well, I suppose I should get back to it. Okay. Mind that and step. Before you leave, <laughs> let me check real quick. So do you guys want to check this out real quick or do you want to wait till next week? Yeah, I think that I we should uh, go see the doctor. Go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. while the iron is on. Yeah, we'll go to the doctor's after this. I'm going to break my nose. Uh, um, but uh, all right. So are we? Are we outside? Yeah. Well, I am now. Okay. So. I'm pausing with Jerry though. I want to see how. Do you guys want to end it here? Do you want to continue it next week? Uh, or do you keep going I'm, I'm good to keep talking and. Well, are stuff. you saying? Are we all just? Are we going to talk about what we're going to do next week? Whatever you want. I'm just saying, like, if we break now, you just got a lot of information if we break now it might not be fresh next week that's all yeah i, I would be inclined to not break yeah, just because we got an info dump i think I it's think good to digest it a bit obviously we need to look into certain children and their and their families and their bizarre hatred of children of, of cats why would they skin a cat i also have it happens to seem convenient that our mother took not well and she came to help her mother when they needed a teacher. You know, it all fitted together quite nicely for her, I don't know. Yes, uh, it certainly uh, is coincidental like these deaths. Um, you know that poem, a song, uh, Though We Are Weak, Our Brothers Are Strong? Perhaps, uh, well, it seems... Uh, the more we delve into these matters, uh, the more the more occult law seems. Uh, well, like you were saying before, things. Uh, or Tug was saying things seem like they somehow make sense to what we might expect, but don't quite fit. So, you know, like like uh, like these uh, these Migo from 
other realms or or things from uh, the fishermen from some uh, deep place or, or mountain there are so many accounts of uh, children being born from the union of uh, superhuman beings uh, there are occultists who cultivate such arts who 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 sire them deliberately uh, I wonder perhaps these children are not altogether human or perhaps uh, they are somehow being farmed well, by the Migo somehow or raised as hosts maybe it's all speculation who do we talk to next do we go after the parents of the of the kids and find out well, Tug, you did say you needed the doctor. We have an excuse. Yeah, but uh, that's that's just here. I mean, that's just that'll take me ten minutes. Maybe it'll stop bleeding. I hope it's not broken. Well, no, I'm not actually suggesting you need the doctor for your nose, Tug. But it is an excuse to talk to the man again if we want to. Uh, I'm not sure about talking to that child's parents directly. Uh, we, uh, I don't think we know well, enough we to know just, how to approach them. We could just see what kind of people they are. What, by hanging out at the dock? I don't know. There's not a, there's a dock? I thought we were in the middle of a state. The river. Oh, well, whatever. I just, what are we going to do tomorrow? Hmm. Probably we're going to play it now. We're going to play it next week. But yeah. Tomorrow. I, I, do you need me to help remind you of something? Or... Well, we've got, we've got this. Now we've got the information about the kids. We've uh, also got the, 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 the wife of the guy that was bumped off. Right. The letter, we've, remember? We've got, yeah. we've got the reporter. Uh, we've got to recheck out that, the Baptist church. Uh, plus we've well, got... If, if I might pour um, rain on your parade a little bit. Um, we we will also be spending tonight back at that house, and I mean, there, there's no real guarantee that we'll still be here tomorrow. Well, that's true. If things come back again, well, that yeah, doesn't mean we shouldn't plan for tomorrow, Jasper. After all, if we're if we wind up dead, we won't we'll be sorry we planned for tomorrow. There's Unless there's... you're planning to spend the evening in the church, that is. Do you think? that the little kids are killing off other little kids? That seems plausible. It certainly crossed my mind. Also, how did one learn to skin a cat so effectively? Well, it's the country. Probably yeah. not a skin a rabbit. There's many ways to do it. <laughs> well, I I, su I suppose so, uh, but his parents aren't hunters. His father isn't a woodsman. He's a yeah, dog woodsman. You learn it from other kids. Well, that was what I, uh, I well, suppose. Every, every, everyone's a hunter around these parts. It's clear, it's clear from that song or poem that the others with a capital O are creatures like the Meagle or something. You know, there's some kind of contact. It some... seems that way. Never but mind. didn't it mention brothers as well as others? That was the rhyme, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I suppose it could be meant metaphorically, like uh, uh, like in some kind of lodge. But 
maybe not. Uh, I uh, I do think we need to talk to uh, that woman uh, who uh, Blaine so antagonized. Uh, the longer we're here and don't speak to her, the less likely it will be that she will remain here, or and the less likely we uh, will be to catch her unprepared to put us off. So yeah. I think maybe that should be our priority. Uh, maybe, maybe before we leave, we ask the teacher about her, see if she knows her well. I I, I could pop back in. I, uh, I, I, I think, too, she's not going to have any more information. I think, too, that we need to gain some allies here, and I think we gained possibly an ally in the teacher. Yeah. We should be able to gain an ally in the doctor if, if he's legit, and we kind of think that he right. is. Well, maybe we should stop off at the doctor before and then maybe proceed. maybe the reporter is legit too and we'll be able to gather more data on how these kids died surely there must have been some sort of a uh an uh uh more more uh well what i want to say the report that comes when somebody dies autopsy well, they wouldn't necessarily have done an autopsy in the 20s back out here in the country, but there would definitely be a mortician's, you know, there would be a death, a death certificate. Yeah. They usually put cause of death on that. I think you're right about the reporter. I can't see any advantage to the uh, MIGO or, or any of these uh, agencies, whatever they are, to, uh, to have a reporter call in attention, and would... un unless all of his material were distraction. But some of it seems to hit rather close to home. Well, this reporter takes a lot of research. So, um, the other thing is, is I'm not I'm not so sure about the sheriff. Um, he might be an ally, but we have to vet him out really well. I don't think the deputy's an ally. We'll have to ask the reporter if he's seen any other uh, diabolical graffiti or well, that kind of rumor. I, I say we go to the doctor now because we can. Yes, still we do certainly that have an excuse now, it's and uh, probably, well, about, really, probably about four thirty or so at this point. Okay, sure. Right. And then we can do the doctor next week. Okay, Does that work. Cool. Now my nose is all because <laughs> I was kind of squeezing it a little. Uh, uh, our players included Big Swan, George C, Ken Trench, and myself, with Jeff Wilkins as the keeper of the secrets. We're currently producing up to five shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The costs involved with this show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Duty role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.